myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing that's real the needle tears a hole all right uh welcome to uh cinema seven this is uh John Kenoki your host today uh, you know, never happens, but it's happening today. Uh, today we're talking about uh, some news, some uh, some Logan, and some other miscellaneous things that we might, you know, bring up. Uh, today we got with me uh, Chris Hawk. Hello. And uh, Mario Bukari, the old host, <laughs> who's uh, been dethroned. I've been uh, voted by the board of directors that I cannot be uh, host was, anymore. Was it the CFO and the CEO came down and they were like, Mario, just, I'm sorry, man. It was an executive decision with the mm-hmm. rebranding, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're, we're dealing with. We're now Cinema 6. Sorry, Mario. <laughs> we had to break it to you on the podcast. <laughs> they thought, hey, this is my last time. I'm but, this, but you're like, this is like a record deal. You got one more, you got like 10 more podcasts you got to do, so I'm sorry. I will only do it if Marvel signs me. I will only stay. <laughs> but, but Sony gets all the costs. You they can work right along with CM Punk on his comic books. Oh. <laughs> that guy's he's, he's so good. He's so talented. This is amazing. All right, well, well let's uh, get right into it. We'll, uh, we'll talk about some news first. News, news, news. Uh, first thing we're going to discuss, just briefly touch on, is uh, Emily Blunt, is Mary Poppins. There was a picture released. Uh, I think you guys both saw that. Yes. How, how do you feel? Mario, I know you were on the fence, because I know you don't like reboots. Um, I mean, I guess she... It's not a reboot. It's a reboot. It's not a reboot. Oh, it's that's right. A it's a sequel. Kind of. She, she uh, has... Um... Similar, sim, similar features mm-hmm. to, uh, is it Julia Andrews? Yes. But I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it looks like Mary Poppins in the picture. Uh, Emily Blunt's face is a little bit different from uh, the original uh, Are you telling me they actress? don't look the same? They don't look the same at all? Are you saying they're not the same person? Are you, what is going <laughs> She's on? She's not the reincarnated version? <laughs> no. <laughs> How do you feel about it, Chris Hawk? I um I like Emily Blunt a lot. She's one of my favorite actresses. And I really think she has the I really think she has it to be able to perform such an iconic character as Mary Poppins. Now did you guys see uh what was it, Into the Woods? Wasn't she in that? She yeah. was did she sing at all? I didn't see it. I think so, yeah. Yeah, she did. Was uh was that was that good? Because you know Mary Poppins yeah, is very Yeah well, melodic, I mean... you know, she sings a lot. It wasn't bad. I mean, just in that movie, they sing almost every five seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah. After every song, yeah. it's just a new song starts. To be fair, they kind of do that in Mary Poppins also. Not really. Kind of. It's like Spoonful of Sugar, then like the, the Chimney Dance, and then they... No, the Chimney Dance is a little later on. And then they, talk, then they sing with the uh, animated penguins. I mean, it's, it comes like right after another. Do you think there'll be they animated, animated penguins? They dance Isn't with it? animated penguins. They, they sing? don't sing with animated penguins. Well, they sing with their feet. They dance at the, the horse track after the animated penguins. Do you think there'll be animated penguins? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that's what we need to know. I hope so. I think that's more important than Emily Blunt. But, uh... <laughs> so I have the penguins from Surf's Up. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> elsewhere, there's uh, been uh, rumors of a, uh, a Tron reboot oh. being made with uh, Jared Leto. Now, we know uh. Chris Hawk feels kind of strongly about this. Oh, my goodness. I, <laughs> I don't, so, so we don't have enough money to make a Tron 3 movie. So let's just scratch it and just reboot the entire series. Disney has enough money for that. Disney has enough money for that, I guess. But they don't want to do it. Is, so who is, Jer- is Jared Leto going to play the Jeff Bridges character, or are they just going to completely rewrite it to make it like nowadays? So like it's it's now like technology is all this now. I think they're gonna rewrite it. I think that's what they plan to do. It's gonna mm. be in the future, and and there's gonna be the they're gonna they're gonna go find an old arcade, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, what is what's this type of machinery? And then he's gonna get sucked into it. Wasn't that that, that was the last movie? <laughs> yeah, but this is a reboot with Jared Leto. Okay, yeah, it's, I don't it's even, got better actors. I don't even, I don't even remember who was in the Tron reboot. Was it Sam Worthington? No, I think wasn't it that guy 
from um, Pacific Rim? I have no idea. Or I don't they even look remember alike. the movie. It was, I, I, it was no. Garrett Hun- Hedlund. Yeah, he, he, I don't even know. That's who not he. the guy from Pacific Rim. Nope. I don't. I'm be honest. I don't even remember the movie. Like I, don't, I have it's, no idea it was what long. happened. Uh, all I remember is that Daft Punk's in it, and they were the main characters, and they saved the day. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, with their music. I don't think that's true. That, with their mu- save the dance, right? Save the world with music. Isn't that one of their new songs? I save the last dance. I, I don't know. I'm totally butchering all of their song names. I'm right? not a Daft Punk fan. You I don't should. know. Everyone's a. Daft I just Punk don't fan. know all the names of the songs, but. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll be honest, you know, I don't really care. But if it looks good, I think, you know, we'll have to see it. I just don't see Jared Leto as a featured part. Like, he's just too uh, eccentric, I guess, for me to be, like, a lead actor in a movie. That's something that, you know what I mean? Where you gotta root for him, and you gotta, like... Oh, maybe he can be that guy. Jared Leto is a chameleon. <laughs> he's whoever he... He wants to be. He's an he, iguana that has chameleon-like properties. Yeah, but he changes. He changes what is isn't a chameleon change to his emotions, not the actual environment. So whatever Jared Leto is feeling at the moment, he can be whatever you want. Uh, we'll see. Uh, moving onward, we uh, there's a there's a rumor of uh, New Line <laughs> making a uh, a Wizard of Oz horror movie. Oh, now I'm just gonna set the tone here. Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna second that with a what? what? All right. So, have you, any of you guys read any of L. Frank Baum's books? I know uh, they are a Who? bit uh, darker. That's the man, the original. That's the author of Wizard of Oz. So, I haven't read any of those, right? But I have read I have read Wicked and I read uh, Son of a Witch, and Son of a Witch is along the same lines of all that stuff, and it's kind of it's kind of a creepy book where a lot of a lot of um, a lot of stigmas that we have here happens there, and it's kind of the norm. It's a, it's a bit darker. I know very that. very dark. But like, uh, um, what is it? It's babies out of wedlock, uh, ancestral rape, and like torture and just weird stuff happens in these books. Very weird stuff. I think uh, the problem is going to be. It's not about the books, you know. It's about what the movies have been given off of. So you're selling the movie on the setting alone, and I don't, I don't think unless like it delivers, it's going to be received well. Yeah, the tone that's already out there in society of what have they've perceived from those other yeah, movies. Yeah. Like I don't think it matters. You're um, you're going to be selling it that this is the land of Oz with a horror movie, and people aren't going to buy that. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, unless you're just going to do a straight Wicked Witch of the West story and only focus on her story. Even but, though she wasn't really that bad, Dorothy's the, Dorothy's, Dorothy's the villain. We all know that. No, she's not. Dorothy's the villain. She saves everyone. She from the landed witch. a house on the Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah, it's not very nice. Not very nice. And she stole her slippers. Stealing bad. She's a thief. No, they no. She did not steal them. Steal. She did not steal them. I think when you take shoes from she someone, she did not take them. <laughs> the <laughs> other, the other, the good witch put them on her feet. Guilty by association. Okay. She didn't say no. Yeah. She could have said... She was like, she looked at she was, what the hell? She could have said, these belong to someone, please take them off. I changed hell to what the heck. But (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the hell? What the hell? Jeez. All right, well, uh, yeah. Uh, Chris Hawk, you uh, you got a lot of opinions today, uh, (laughs) because Sleeping Dogs cast uh, Donnie Yen for, uh, what, the main role or a side role? I don't know. I've never played Sleeping Dogs. It doesn't make sense. I I like Donnie Yen as, as... as much as the next guy. I think we all like Donnie Yen quite a bit. Thumbs up. Um, I, I approve, yes. So Sleeping Dogs involves Chinese gangs, right? And he's Chinese. So thumbs up on Donnie Yen. <laughs> that's two for two. Two for two. So, But it involves a guy that's a little bit younger. I would say in his mid-20s. Early. You don't think he can look like that with makeup? I mean, makeup can do made CGI. I mean, are we gonna do some Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Civil War things here? Might have to. Yeah, I, I, I loved the story of Sleeping Dogs, even though it's it, it's kind of a big cliche. I mean, as a cop, infiltrate a gang, fall in love with the gang, and then eventually become too close to the gang, but still, at the end, you do your job type of thing. So, I would love to see this movie work a lot, and I think him being too old for the role of the main character doesn't really 
doesn't really matter. It's just retirement. Retirement storyline. This is his last thing before retirement. Okay, that w- that would work. Yeah, I mean, do, do they ha- they don't have to go based but, on the movie or the video game, and they probably won't. Yeah, you know? I would say that uh, the Sleeping Dogs. When I beat it, I thought it had a better storyline than the GTA Five. I don't. I don't know that most people would dispute that GTA Five is uh, well. The only game good I, for other reasons. The only game I could compare it to would be because it's open world, just like sleep, uh, GTA. So yeah. Donnie Yen Chinese, thumbs up for me. <laughs> awesome. It man. IP man. All right. Well, uh, we'll move into some trailers that came out. Uh, we got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> trailer uh, came out. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of seeing these trailers. I am too. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it looks a lot of the same to me. Like uh, I think we did it on another episode, didn't we? We talked about it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's wise because it seems like the same thing. Uh, the new the newer episode the newer episode the newer trailer. Um, oh, episode, episode, right? Yeah, episode. Basically, it's a prelude. Um, the newer trailer looks looks all right. I mean, I I, I like Kurt Russell, so um, seeing him, but him saying that he's uh. Star-Lord's dad is kind of weird because, like, in the newer comics, when I first got them, um, his dad was basically, like, a king of a planet and uh, wanted to... Didn't, who did, didn't let you borrow it, Chris? Like, he wanted to he wanted to get him out of the picture or something. I think so. Because he didn't want him to take over yeah. if they voted him off the planet island. or something. Yeah, the island, yeah. yeah they voted him off the, the island. Survival. I, I really think... I think they're showing a little bit too much of the funny parts of the movie, and some of them, some of them are good. Some of them just don't work for me in the context of a trailer, and I and I'm I don't want it to ruin my my uh, my expectations or my my experience. Just I'm just done watching they Guardians need, of the Galaxy trailers. Yeah, it, they show it everywhere. You see it on TV. Exactly. You see every movie you see right now. I mean, uh, every single thing. Yeah. It's uh, it's over overpratuation, if you will, you know. Overprat, overpratuation. I mean, it's, it's great marketing, it's but by the time like, I think some fans go to see the movie, they're gonna be uh, just, I guess, exhausted. Yeah, I think so. Uh, other trailers we got, uh, we got the new Alien Covenant trailer, um, with the uh, the alien for the first time. Uh, I know many many aliens. Well. You what do you, you don't see multiple aliens at one time, do you? You only see one. Like you see yeah, the, you only you see, see that one. But you so see far. the flight. Well, you don't see them on the same screen at the same time. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, how true. do you know it's a? It's not the same alien, you know. I uh, I know Mario feels some type of way about this uh, new alien punching on the ship and stuff. Um, I agree with Chris Hawk about like the last trailer. I'm just gonna go uh, say basically the same thing. Uh, for the alien trailer, I think they show way too much, and them showing the alien is kind of um i don't know because that's that's like your main uh thing that they're they're fighting like i don't understand why you would just show it right away i guess the i guess they get you like oh look the alien looks different than other aliens we've seen so you want to go see what the the alien can do but also by giving away the new look of the alien you're kind of giving away the the mysticism of the of the creature and like the, the horror aspect of the creature, if that makes sense. Cause when you, you see it now, you're just going to go to the movie like, Oh, there's an alien. Oh, it's awesome. Like, I, I feel like if they would have waited to show you the alien until the movie, you can go into the movie and you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> I don't see. I don't, I didn't like it. Like, I don't like the way the alien looks. Yeah. He's okay, but I don't. I don't like his. It is a little weird. His little fast movement, but I think spider-like that, movements. Yeah, I don't think that you can really do that anymore because you know it's an alien. You know, yeah, it's like you know what it looks like. I I will say that I think it's more about the the suspense they build in the movie and the situations mm-hmm. than the actual reveal. Because I mean, like the the video game was like the perfect you know thing with that. You knew what the alien was. Yeah. You knew it was going to kill you, but you still you you never knew when it was coming. Yeah, and that's what it's about. Is like drawing it out mm-hmm. and giving you that suspense where it just pops up and plus uh danny mcbride that's uh i mean i'm pumped to see danny mcbride he, he looks like he's important yeah so i'm uh i'm on board the thing is like they say that like he wasn't there for comic relief but i feel like danny if you put danny mcbride in your movie you're gonna get comic relief 
the only other thing that really bothers me about the trailer is that they show the guy who's going to get the face hugger. Like, so you know... Yeah. And he's the captain of the ship, too. Yeah. He becomes it, the so captain you, of the ship. So you know that guy is going to get the face hugger right off the bat. Like, I, I just don't understand why you would show that, too, right away. That is a that is a bit weird. Unless multiple people get face hugged. I, um, I definitely... It intrigued me a little bit more because I didn't think they would show the alien... And what is this? I think it's almost the near to last trailer. It's like the second or third. They're probably going to do a bunch of TV spots now or something. But the um, I think we all saw the the prelude, right? Yeah. Gives you gives On you the ship. Con- yeah, yeah. And that fake out, that that dumb fake out, which made me super <laughs> mad. And you have ten people on the ship, and none of them know the Heimlich maneuver. I'm just that's ridiculous. You know what was weird was when um. The editing was weird in that prelude, but I guess it's a prelude, so I guess who cares? It's directed by a different guy, so low just, budget, uh, super just low just budget. Giving it a shot, you know. Yeah, super low budget indie short film right there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I thought it. W- I thought there was enough in that trailer to make me, uh, made me definitely have to see it as an Alien fan. I'm like, yep, I definitely want to see it now. I I was gonna wait, but now I'm probably gonna go see it. I don't think that Definitely. was. I don't think that was ever in question. You know, I think you got to see it. True, and it is know, Ridley Scott. Maybe we'll have Joy Hill on that podcast. He's Ooh. a he's a, he's an alien guy now these days. Hopefully, Wait, he might not be anymore. Who knows? It's all about <laughs> Gundams now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till they make a Gundam movie. Uh, other trailers we got. We got a new uh, Kong Skull Island trailer. Um, we saw a bit more in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few different combat scenes. Kong picks up a stick. Amazing. As a as a trailer. This uh this really excites me. I think this trailer gets me pumped. I uh, I do like how he he beat that thing with a stick. Yeah, that was uh that was fantastic. I think I wish I only had seen one Kong trailer, and that was the very first one because like the the second the one previous one showed all those other monsters on the Kong Island. And I wish I didn't see all that. Well, I I like that because it's giving you that whole uh Godzilla Monsters Island feel. Well, I understand that. I just wish I did, it wasn't in the trailer. I mean, I w- maybe there's more. Yeah. I wish I hadn't seen John C. Riley in the trailer. <laughs> How, how, I would have how, lost it seeing him like just pop yeah. up in the theater. They say he's really good in the movie. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a serious actor. He's been around a while. Days yeah. of Thunder. Yeah, um, <laughs> he was in that. <laughs> he was in uh, that movie where Kevin Bacon's... For Your Health. Yeah. I mean, the back of his jacket says it. That's pretty good. Isn't that amazing? When, you, when I saw it, I was like, all back. <laughs> And uh, finally, we got the uh, the uh, Ghost in the Shell trailer. Uh, I'm just gonna let you guys mm, go Hawk, for it. Uh, I'll uh, I'll let you go first because I I kind of have a response to what you're feeling. So I, I my response was definitely leaning more towards the bad angle of this. But I went I went back and watched it again. And if you if you haven't seen the trailer, it's it's essentially they're setting it up to be a revenge plot. It is for the major, and so they're doing it all wrong. And it's just, I, I have a feeling that they're setting this, they're, they're, they're trying to make this a franchise. And those, that's the vibe I'm getting off this movie, that it's not just going to be like a one-off. And I feel like they're going to make it a franchise. And like the beginning is finding herself. That's the first part of her franchise. Yeah. And I mean, and I it- did expect it to be like a mirror image. Of uh, the uh, first animated movie, and that expectation should not have been my priority, but I still feel like they're missing the more philosophical parts of Ghost in the Shell. But I understand why they wouldn't go for those parts because it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't bode well with audiences. Audiences are not going to want to watch that five minute boat scene in the animated version of him, of her talking about whether or not her memories are real or if she can really feel. So I understand. I'm still mad, but I hope it's good. What um, now? Does the TV show kind of explain her past a little bit? Because I know in the first movie it doesn't really uh, explain much about her. Um, but that dude has a connection to her—the main virus thing or whatever. The puppet, uh, the puppet master? He, he's like he's like drawn to her. But did, did in the TV show or anything, or in the second movie, do they really explain? They just explained Anything that she was in past? like a, in a drastic car accident, and she's one, she was one of the first to be completely a ghost. I don't, I don't think they ever like flesh it out fully. They don't. Yeah, 
No, not not in any of the media they did. I mean, Arise is when she's just starting to become part of Section Section Nine, and she's starting to become like the main role model for. Arise is pretty good. I watched one Rise of them on good. Netflix. I uh, I uh, I I have to be honest with you. I I expected this, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it. Yeah, and it's I I feel like if they had chose to do like a plot of the first movie, they'd literally have to do it scene by scene. Yeah, and that's what I don't know if you guys have seen the Beauty and the Beast clips. I'm pretty positive that's what it's going to be. Oh, a scene by scene remake. Yeah, live action say, of the anime. They reviews say that it's it's scene for scene, and they added a little the bit same of, the same movie. Yeah, they, that's not what I want for. Did this. you see Cinderella? I did not. Cinderella was good. Are you kidding me? I did not see that. I saw Cinderella. Did you like it? I liked it. Was it the same thing? Basically. I don't know. I didn't see it. Basically. I was asking if you guys saw it. I did not. But uh, I think if they had went the philosophical way, you you would get a movie that would be good to watch and make you think Mm -hmm. once. Yeah. Yeah. But they want to set up for maybe more. Well, even then, I mean, once once you've seen a movie and you know it's made you think... You're not gonna go back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have tried to rewatch like Ex Machina. No, you can't do it. I don't. I'm not gonna try. You can't. The movie makes me feel weird things. You, you, well, you can't rewatch <laughs> it because you've already, you know, experienced that. Like, well, let me think about this. Yeah, you, I understand. You can't rewatch it that. I way. understand exactly what so you're saying. So it loses a lot of what it needs. So yeah. I mean, I think this is the only direction they could have taken to make these movies. Because it's, it's most likely, do I do th- agree, going to be a franchise. Yeah. Do you think the villain is the Puppet Master? It is like a mixture of the Puppet Master. I think he's like a hybrid, yeah. And I forget the guy's name from uh, I, the Individual Eleven. Uh, Kage? I think it's Kaza or Kazugu. I think or... it'd be really cool if the Puppet Master was like behind it. And oh, like an overarking that? villain. That, oh, and then they set me. up another one? That'd be, that'd be and cool. And the Laughing Man Lord, would be in the second one or something Lawrence like that. Lawrence Fishburne is the voice of the Puppet Master. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's fine. I, if you, when I saw that movie, I thought about Lawrence Fishburne being that voice. Oh, of course, I was, I was originally mad because this is something that I truly... Like, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex is some of my favorite anime TV show. And, but I completely understand. If you want to sell this movie... You got to sell this movie. You can't sell this movie with being beat for beat with the original movie. John, you have any other notes on this? Uh, no, that I just I, I I think it's the best option for what they could have done, and I think that that's that's just where it needs to go. They Whether it's, it's actually good, we'll see. They say it's beautiful. The, the setting, the, the setting looks fantastic. They say so the movie. I mean, is, it does look pretty good. It's beautiful. Uh, see, yeah, scenery-wise. It's definitely what I expected from a Ghost in the Shell movie, because when I was thinking Ghost in the Shell, like from the anime, I'm thinking Blade Runner-ish looking mm-hmm. environments mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, I think Shadowrun. It's a little bit more cleaner than that, though. Shadowrun-ish. It, it, it looks very very good. Very well done. Welcome to the main event. All right, and we're going to get into our uh, main event here for uh, Logan. If you uh, didn't see it, you should probably not listen to this portion unless you don't care about spoilers because we're going all in on spoilers. All in. We are. We're not even all in. There's there's no non-spoiler portion because this movie's just uh, one big spoiler. Too bad to talk about. (laughs) I hated it. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Let's uh, let's 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 uh, let's get into it. Let's let's do some thoughts. What'd you guys What'd you guys think? This movie was uh. Very sad. Very, very sad movie. Very dour. Um, very, very non-uplifting. I agree with that. Um, I think the sad part is just because you get to, you kind of see mm-hmm. the the journey of you know Hugh Jackman and how long he's been Wolverine and how long Patrick Stewart's been Professor X. Seventeen years. It's a long time. And uh, for especially for someone to play one character, yeah, um, so well too, yeah, so well. So I th- I think it's sad on that that front to see it end, see them them end, or just to see what they're gonna do next. I don't know. Patrick Stewart's not done. Oh, right? he's not. He's I, done. I thought he was done. He quit with. Is it? Did he? He quit too. Okay, because I had heard that he might come back for certain things. I hope not. But I mean, well, I, what, I think it'd be yeah. better for him to be done. What is the next X Men like? X Men Supernova? Yeah, something goofy like that's uh, called. Yeah, they're doing a lot of like side projects. Like that's like the next one though. With, yeah, the next uh, actual X Men. Yeah, yeah, and then they plan to do a lot of offshoots. They said like new different mu- stories. New Mutants, um, Deadpool two. Has anybody watched Legion? No, but I only, no, only, I I only hear good things. 
But um, Logan, I guess I would say, I, I personally, I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I was not expecting this in the last two movies. I like the way the movie flows. I like how they just put the whole thing together, I guess. Mm-hmm. like it, It's very well directed and written and acted. Um, a lot of the kid actors I thought were really good. Yeah, how how do you like that, Mark? Because I know you don't like children. How do you like the child actor? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't like children. <laughs> I, uh, I every time I see a child, I punch one in the face. Right in the face. Um, a different one, not the one he saw. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought uh, Daphne Keene, who played uh, Laura X23, was fantastic. She was pretty good. Um, some At of the- first, when she started speaking Spanish in the high grading voice, I was like, "Whoa, what is going on here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. chill out. Oh, I think it's more about the dynamic between yeah. her and Hugh Jackman, which really worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're being honest here, I think we need to, uh, you know, say that Hugh Jackman should just play Joel from Last of Us because that, that was yeah, yeah. That's what this movie is. Let's be honest here. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that felt like it's straight out of Last of Us. Like if you play the games and you go through some of those scenes, like interactions, it felt like it was the last of us so you feel like it was like heavily influenced by it i mean i don't i i feel like it could have been i don't mm-hmm. know that it was but there's a lot of similarities between the two mm-hmm. in terms of like the interactions and the scenes like the, the stuff in the trucks that's that's like straight out of last of us that's how that happens like when they're they're talking to each other and he's like so tired you know it's yeah did the last of us have like an old uh professor school teacher that cussed at random people that did, did they have a charles xavier no i see okay. i i'm not talking we're not we're not talking charles xavier that's <laughs> We'll get into that in a second, but I'm I'm just talking strictly strictly Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know and, Logan and, and X23. His acting was really good in this movie. I thought. Um, if anything, let's just hope that this movie is observed for an award or something like that because this didn't. I was feel, about to say this. That. Felt more than a superhero movie. This almost felt like a western. I don't. Well, I'll be honest. I don't know that the movie can get an award, but I think Patrick Stewart honestly does deserve an award. Yeah. What about Hugh Jackman? I I don't. Maybe nominated, but it depends on what other movies comes out this year. I I don't think Hugh Jackman deserves anything just because of the last half. Yeah. He doesn't do a lot of acting in the last well, half. I of the think movie. I think yelling just like Leonardo DiCaprio did in The Revenant, I think it stands. Well, let's be honest. He, they gave him that because he hadn't had one. Well, well, Hugh Jackman is just the same. He's the new actor that needs an award. Now. He's, he's not yet, though. This could be the start of that. Will they acknowledge this, though, by that time? Because, Probably not. And that's a shame. They they won't. But anyway, gen- back to general thoughts. Chris mm-hmm. Hawk, what else did... So, you were saying... This movie flowed a lot better than I thought it was going to do. I, uh... I, from the beginning, though, it took it took a while for this movie to get going. Even though you have a really good fight scene, well, I wouldn't say fight scene, a really good slaughter scene in the beginning of the movie. I felt it took a while to get going to get to the part where X twenty three, and that's when it really starts to get good. Is when she comes in, mm-hmm. when they're on the road, her, Charles, and X twenty three. Well, I, I like the whole uh, part leading up to that because I think it makes sense to show them where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they don't really explain what Anything happened at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like that because you can assume what happened. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at the end, they they kind of tell you like what other hap- what happened to the other mutants with the other with the uh, scientist dude. He's like he's the one that wiped them all out. You should pay some respects to him or whatever. So it's obviously must be like a disease or some kind of scientific thing or maybe they're are you talking about, which, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about how they never explicitly say that the professor killed the X Men? Or the fact that that guy uh, poisoned the corn syrup and killed all the mutants so that there was no more mutants. Is that what he did? Well, there's like some lines in there that he said they altered I, I they didn't altered think... something in the corn syrup so that would there would be no more new mutants born. See, that passed right over me. I didn't even some see Some of those that. things... You yeah, they, they, they did mention that. And I think they, they kind of imply that he, it was like a... Uh, I guess genetically transferred to get rid of... The yeah. strain, and then I, I assume... I don't know that they ever directly say how they dealt with all the mutants that already yeah, existed. I don't know how they did. But clearly it wasn't like an airborne virus because, mm-hmm. you know, Logan and Professor X are there. But yeah, I think they just kind of weeded them out over time. I think that's what we're supposed to believe because once they stop, you know, being born, there's, just, there's not a lot of them. Because they, yeah. they usually die when they go on mission. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's the real stuff. That's what actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People don't die in these comic books. In <laughs> <laughs> the real world, people die. Oh man! But yeah, I I I agree. I I think it flowed well. But I 
I think that the beginning flowed with the movie well to me. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it was really slow for mm-hmm. me in the beginning. Um, it does definitely pick up when they get to X-23. Like, definitely. The action is... Um, I don't know who, who choreographed or came up with the action scenes, but they were freaking off the charts in this movie. Off the charts. John, what'd you think of the... Uh, what'd you, what's your general thoughts? Well, uh, generally. Yeah. I, uh, I believe that the beginning of the movie was necessary. Yeah. You had to, uh, you had to show them where they, you know, where mm-hmm. they were at mm-hmm. and how they were struggling. Uh, we don't ever get like, it's, it's not a full post-apocalyptic movie. Like, yeah. you know, people speculate. Did, like did old you, man. Logan. I think we all kind of thought it was going. Yeah. To I be. think most people thought it was supposed mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. It wasn't set in what? 2029. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Then just not. But I think that it, it did a really good job. I think the uh, the choice of uh, what is it, Cal- Caliban? Caliban, yeah. yeah, Caliban. I think that was that was pretty good. I do, yeah, that was I like really intelligent. Stephen Merchant as Caliban. I I really like. He's that. He, yeah, he's really good at it. He fits that. He just fits some. He just fits there for some reason. That character. Yeah, it's like he's necessary. Did you love yeah. his outfit? Because I definitely yeah. loved his outfit. Like his out his son his son, his son outfit. outfit. Yeah, his son sunny outfit. day was outfit. Pretty good. Caliban on a sunny day outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he was necessary, and then he did serve the purpose of letting them hunt him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like some people could argue that's the only reason he's in the movie. I don't think it is. Like no. you can you can get that that he belongs there yeah. with them. You know, helping take care of crazy Professor X. Yeah, because he's intelligent true. too. So yeah, he, he's smart. He mm-hmm. helps Logan f- uh, what drugs they need, and mm-hmm. you know, apparently tells they need more just, doses. You can just stave off a seizure with I- seizure with ibuprofen. Is that the drug he was trying to get? I don't think so. I think it's just—I think it was part of it because they had those shots. The oh, shots right. stopped it, and okay. then the—I the, think the ibuprofen stopped the pain. Okay. Yeah, okay. The pain that he had because they—they always had to inject him with the shot, and that's what you know stopped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, though, I—I really—I like the—I'll be honest—I like the movie overall. You're supposed to say you hate it. Uh, well, I couldn't. Yeah, say what the heck? It. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> But Rogue One here, bro. <laughs> I think the end moves a bit quick. It does. It, Are we gonna get to that I, right now? I kind of agree with no, that. We're, gonna get... we're not, but okay. I, that's just my overall thoughts. What's next, John? Uh, the next, the next, we were just gonna compare it to Old Man Logan. Now, Chris Hawk, you're the only one that's actually read this. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I do love the similarities. Okay, there's a lot of things that this uh, corporation wasn't able to do because Marvel Studios owns the right to nearly every single character that's in Old Man Logan. Yeah. So in Old Man Logan. Logan is and old man compared to this old man Logan is a little over the top because it's comic booky. Yes, let's just say a blind <laughs> Hawkeye drives him and Logan around yeah. and the Spider Mobile. Yeah, and the Spider Mobile and the Spider Mobile and Red. It's Skull, a real thing. Red Skull's like president, right, or it, something. It's, it's crazy. But old he man. wears Captain America's mask. <laughs> let's just say that keeps all their weapons, right? It's ridiculous. Uh, so. The best part about Old Man Logan is that, well, I wouldn't say the best part, but the most tragic part is the reason why Old Man Logan quits killing is because he killed all the X-Men previously. Uh, I think it was, I want to say it's Scarlet Witch, but it's, it's probably not, but she can, someone convinces him that the X-Men around him are villains and he kills them all. And the X-Men themselves can't bring themselves to kill Logan because it's some honor code. So he literally kills every single X-Man. And then he 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 learns this. It's tragic, and he never kills again. I'm really glad they didn't do that. The like, best part <laughs> is that they made that Charles Xavier killed the X Men, and I think that works much better than Logan killing the X Men. Did they really he, say that? Well, it's implied that Charles Xavier killed the X Men. Yeah, I think Im- he said seven mu- seventy or seven. It's implied that he killed them. He's he's remembering. But right before he dies, he's remembering like what happened. Remember the scene where oh, they're, that's in the, right. when they're in the truck and the radio thing comes on yeah. at the casino, and it says they killed. It reminds injured, him injured two hundred fifty-two people and killed seventy, and then it mutants, and then it like before she says mutants, he turns off the radio. Professor Xavier doesn't hear it. Yeah, and then he's like he like remembers back to that when he's talking about it, and so the mutants live among them. They just can't have their powers because I, I I thought all the mutants were extinct. Except for the three of them, it's never implied. Well, I'm. I mean, what what other mutants are there, though? You know. Yeah. I'm sure there's few and far between because people naturally kill them. We know we know that from the universe. So they're you know? probably hiding. Maybe. Yeah, they're they're like slowly killed or uh, extinguished, if you will. They, so, uh, so um, old man Logan. 
it's like this whole redemption story for for Logan. He goes to kill like a, a tribe of Hulks. Like Hulk is now like yeah, they're a, they're kind of tribe and stuff like they're kind of the ones hunting him down, right? Stuff like that. It's it's a crazy story. Today, recently, I just read Death Death of Wolverine, and I think this movie actually does a better ending than that ending. Well, yeah, I, I would it, agree with he that. He gets like, did you read? They Death melt of his. I did. Yeah. They melt like his adamantium or whatever, well, right? Or he they, gets coated in adamantium. Yeah. Of other that um, and it hardens or it something, hardens, which is super cool. But in this in this series of movies, it would not work. It definitely wouldn't. I liked how it it makes the other movies significant because um they bring up the antimanium bullet which mm-hmm. he got from the first movie which was which was awesome um but we were in the first one poisoned it said, in the second one we were in the first one it said what only you would only lose your memories if you get shot by it yeah remember yeah it's not gonna kill you yeah so you're talking about when it shoots the uh, 24 24 yeah x24 and it blows his brain off blows his st- brain straight well, he's off. kind of like a he's not really gen- he's not really i think it was implied that he doesn't have the healing factor that logan has well, he does. They just got to inject I think he's him with just the not stuff. perfect. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's impure. He's a copy. He, he is he a clone or is it, they put together him like they he's because they build part they show a, the body parts. He's a he's well, like they said they grew him right. Is it? I I, I, I love yeah. it. I love X twenty four when he when he killed Charles Xavier and that's what the first time you see X twenty four. Yeah, that was phenomenal. I was like, what's going mm-hmm. on? You guys not like X twenty four? Do you guys not like X24? I, I did not. One no! <laughs> X24 is probably my biggest dislike of the my only dislike of the movie besides um uh it's probably my only dislike of the entire so you, movie. You didn't like the parallel that the only thing no. that can kill Wolverine no. is Wolverine himself? You didn't like that parallel? No, I understand that. You didn't I, like the fact that he was wearing a black white beater and then Wolverine was wearing a white a white white no, beater? No, I understand that. I you saw all that. Like, I saw all the imagery. I saw that. You didn't like that. the part where um where um <laughs> where uh X twenty three actually defended uh, Logan against uh, um, no X twenty three defended Logan against X twenty four like uh, like a lion a female lion defends her her pride yeah I, yeah that was I I got, I got all that okay I, knew I that was okay. all that okay I think we knew that was but <laughs> I, it's just I feel like it's just a they could have done something better had like what else a to do though they they have Sabretooth tried, I mean, they could have had Sabretooth or cloned Sabretooth they already tried that with Origins. Origins was basically Sabretooth versus uh, Wolverine. I'll uh, I'll, be, I'll be honest here. I think I well you know why I didn't like Clonegan. I didn't like him. Yeah, that's pretty great. I didn't like Clonegan, but uh, I think like at this point, life is Logan's enemy. So I'm okay with it. You know, he's yeah. he's struggling. Like his his whole life is the villain here, and mm-hmm. that's why I'm okay with you know Logan being that physical manifestation of that. Yeah. But I, I think I, people want to see somebody fight yeah, somebody. That is true. Yeah, and I mean that, that's fine. You know, it's it, even it makes for good yeah. scenes. So I, I will say, I even though I disliked X twenty four, I do like the way they they did it, the way they wrote it, because it makes sense that like when he came at when he opened that thing and let him out towards the end, I was like, oh, here we go, here we go. Like I was hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I disliked it, <laughs> I was like, "Like he, he let go, him out." Logan, let's yeah. go. He came out, and I was like, "Oh, it's Clogan!" But oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, boy. I, I um, I really liked Clogan, and I loved all the symbolism and stuff like that. I, I mean, this is, it's they didn't do this with any other X Men movie, so I, I was like, "Okay, this is this is cool. This is cool. I can dig it. I can get behind this." I mean, yeah, it it doesn't bother me like by the end of the movie but from like a creative standpoint i feel like they could have done something else but you know i I do understand the imagery and all that jazz so i think i I think it also makes sense because they lost x23 yeah so let's make a new one exactly so i i think it i think it fits into the plot with her in the movie and like the only way to beat the perfect weapon is to to form another perfect weapon that's just a little bit younger that's what i'm trying to say is I, i even though that's my only negative about the movie. It does fit the movie. Yeah, it does. It does. I could I could see that though. I don't I don't particularly like Clogan myself. But um so we're already into likes and dislikes. Anything else <laughs> you guys wanted to bring up? Do you guys feel that the rated R 
brings anything to this movie other than the fact that it's contextual and gratuitous violence? Um, language. Language. I think but I think the think language it, is necessary. Do you think it elevates the realistic movie? realism? I think it I think it makes it it real. It, yeah. you, f- you feel that, you know, these these characters are, you know, struggling. Mm-hmm. And, and you're not going to, you know, have perfect language or, you know, be not pissed off all the time if your life sucks. Mm-hmm. That's just that's how it is. I think you you have more creative liberty with a higher rating. And I think that the, the movie takes advantage of that. I do think some of the the Edwards? violence the violence oh. is a little unnecessary. Yeah. But I mean, that's what, you know, people like those cheap pops. So. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of cheap pops in my theater. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I laughed at a lot of decapitations. I agree with John. I I think that the violence in the in the swearing kind of I disagree with everything that John just said, but Wait, wait, you do? Yeah. I mean, you... so, there's too many F-words sometimes well, that kind of bothered me, well, but... It's Logan we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I understand. And, like, Patrick Stewart's, like, I mean, even though he's well-mannered and he's old, he's got dementia. I mean, he's an old guy. He's going to be, like... Yeah, yeah, he's, he's no filter anymore. Well, like, yeah. no um, like, a symptom of uh, Alzheimer's is definitely, like, irritable, being yeah. irritable and all that. Mm-hmm. So I can understand. And Logan and Wolverine is, you know, Wolverine. He's he's the badass of the X Men, so. and he literally does not care anymore. Yeah, does, literally does like, not. He doesn't even care about his body anymore. Doesn't even care. That's one thing I really that I really liked about the way they wrote his character in this. You love his body. No, um, <laughs> yeah, he, it was great. I wish I could look all like those him. scars. <laughs> it was hot. It was sexy. I loved it. But was how he would put himself in harm's way instead of other people. Like he was like, get behind me. Or he would shield, he would be the shield. You know what I mean? He would take the shots, even though he knew he couldn't take mm-hmm. all that, that damage. What about the, uh, the, the caring for professor Xavier, you know how he felt he had to do it. Like it was his duty. Exactly. I, I like that. I like yeah, it you, too. You, you definitely I got definitely the, enjoyed it. Like you, you felt that he wanted him to, you know, like mm-hmm. they wanted that dream for him, the boat, you know, the sun seeker. I, I think it's great because you get the X-Men's one, two and three. And even if you, if X three was deleted from the timeline, you still have professor Xavier as like the role model. And the only person that is always in Logan's corner, no matter what you have, you have professor Xavier. And I like how the roles were reversed, and it's Logan taking care. I I actually really enjoyed that actor who was the uh, leader of the robot arm army. You mean the robot arm army? Yeah. Uh, Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. I, I think re- his name. I, Pierce. I like that character. I like the actor. I like the way he played him. I thought he was a good uh, part of the movie. Um, but I would the only negative about that whole army or mercenary group or whatever they are is all of them had one robot arm well how are you gonna know who's on the other team yeah they have a robot arm <laughs> robot arm why it's none of them like had two s- robot skin, arms you know why skins they, and robot arm they yeah. fought logan before and they all got their arms chopped off and now they want revenge so they're using their robot arms <laughs> i like that one guy had a gun arm arm I robot mean, arm what what you gotta you, you brock brock tista been enhanced let's talk about brock tista for a second whoa, whoa, we gotta whoa. go shout out all brock right tista. So, so chris hawk that guy that got his head cut off in the very beginning by x23 the guy that walks in like the really big dude with yeah. the mohawk like a mixture of rock yeah. he was a mixture of brock lesnar and batista all right wow, this guy amazing. looked exactly like if you wow. fused them like they fusion danced <laughs> not not earrings <laughs> just the dance but uh, he he got killed promptly, and I think that would happen if you know those two fused and tried to fight X twenty three. Yeah, they'd just, be slow. You just stab him right in the back, and that's it, right? Right, right in the gut. Weakness. Can we uh, can we talk about uh the uh, the political statement this this movie kind of made about, Unin- unintentionally, like the corn syrup. No, the uh, the the Mexican border security and how the uh, he was driving around the people that were like USA USA. You know that was like a prominent thing, and they sh- they shot this movie like. Over a year ago, you know, before all of this was relevant, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe they just added it in though. Once uh, Trump won, reshots, they, reshots. I don't, I don't think they did though. <laughs> I think we would know about that, you know, to include it to make Ex- a statement. Especially the whole um, the facility using Mexican women to give birth to the uh, new mutants. Yeah, like that was um, also very revenant of that too. I think. I think it's kind of cool actually. It's of the time. To- it makes it of the times. You know what I mean? It makes but it not more- directly. Yeah, not directly. That's that's another thing about this movie though. Uh, um, like exactly like you said about John Wick two, this movie feels timeless. 
I th- honestly like it. it honestly, John Wick Two is timeless. Well, see, there's there's a problem with movies where if you use too much technology or if you get iPhone text messages on a screen and you can see them, that dates the movie. You know, if you watch that movie ten years from now, you'll know when that movie was made. You you won't. I mean, you know naturally, but if you're watching the movie and you see an iPhone message pop up and you see the mm-hmm. iPhone, you you know what time period that's from. Yeah. This movie and like John Wick. They chose to use technology that is ambiguous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it doesn't date itself. And that's like a lot of movies don't care about that anymore. So if you go to watch that movie, you're going to know like how old it is. It's not like you can fe- you can be in the now mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Or if you're in the future, like if we're later and we have better technology, let's say you're watching a movie from then, you're going to be like, oh, well, that's corny because that, that was dumb. We got this stuff now. I also think that uh, you know, with this movie, you could watch it in the future and still feel like it's in the future. Exactly. Yeah, it gives you a date, but it doesn't it doesn't do anything to suggest that it is in the past. Do you guys have any uh, dislikes though? I personally did not, and you'll uh, see that reflected in my grade. It is not a Nikonoki ten, but it's up there. Oh, oh, oh! The the only thing I really didn't like was the whole. Um, x23 at the time but it does it does fit what for what they were doing and i think that's what makes me appreciate it or respect it x24 x24 yeah yeah my bad my bad you didn't like x23 i i respect x24 i just don't i just i wish i could have saw something a little different i guess from it but i respect it i I like what they did with it and it fits chris lock any any dislikes i'm trying i don't I can't remember any of the music in the movie. You're talking about Johnny Cash song at the end? Yeah, I can't remember anything else. But apparently there's 25 songs on the soundtrack. Well, there always but, uh, is. There's like some subtle things in there you never hear. But I think this movie was bigger than... I, 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 don't, I can't remember any thematic music in this movie. There's not a lot. I mean, there's there's during, not a lot during the all. action scenes there is, but it, it's so like well done. I think it's like one of those movies... very subtle. I think it's yeah. one of those movies that it's actually better that it doesn't have that music. That's a like. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not a dislike at all. I'm just saying. Well, that's did, not did what you... I asked you. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at dislikes. Stay on topic. Here. Do you have a dislike? Um, you don't really. You're fishing for it now. So I, I don't fishing. think you're trying I, to create I, I, one. I would have to say that. Um, no, I, I I can't come up with a dislike. Right John, now. any dislikes? No, I already said that. Oh, were there any uh, any specific techniques you guys liked? Like uh, film wise, you, you cited the. The choreography, Mario. Anything else? I di- I really like the direction. Uh, I don't know who the director is, James Mangold or whatever his name is. Yeah. I I don't know what else he's done, but this was really good. Like his directing was really good, and the acting. I really loved the acting. Cinematography fit fit well because it was like it felt dirty. Some of it, you know, what I mean, it wasn't shaky cam. That was amazing. It wasn't shaky cam, and I love that. You could um, see every cut and dice and slash and stab and exactly. pierce. The only time it was about to get shaky cam was right before the seizure for Professor X. It would that get was shaky. Entire, that was the entire thing was shaky cam. What are you talking about? Well, yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> yeah, obviously the camera, camera was shaky, but I'm talking about leaving up to it, the camera would get shaky. Uh, he's He directed 310 to Yuma. Ooh, oh, I like that. And Ooh. The Wolverine. Oh, really? Yeah. So got I like better. The Wolverine. He got better. He got better. Well, got they had to. They had to. They had to do it. He got better. He also wrote the Disney movie Oliver and Company about the cat and the dogs. (laughs) He was a writer on that. He got better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow! But yeah, um, I um, I don't know. Did you hear? Are you done? Yeah. Did you hear that they might release a black and white version of this? That would be kind of cool. I think I already. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I visualize we visualize this movie in my head, it's already in black and white. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Black, you, like a that's because you're a dog. I'm a the, dog. Have you have you seen the Chrome? Ruff, ruff. Have, bark bark. Have you seen the Chrome edition ruff, of, ruff. of Mad Max? Bark bark bark. I don't. <laughs> John, you're like Han Solo. Maybe you'll understand. Uh, he says ruff, no. Ruff, ruff. He, he knows what you're talking about. But he has not seen it. Ruff, ruff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen the black and white Chrome version of Fury Road. I actually don't have any desire to see that movie again. Same here. Just, Even though I liked it, it was, it was good, and I don't know that I want to watch it. Again. Yeah, this not watching black and white. Uh the only uh, the only thing I'd like to cite is the pacing, yeah. up until it gets rushed, like up until they're in the they meet the kids. Yeah, then it, it, it rapidly Radar accelerates. Hook. Radar hook. 
the the drones it's it accelerates very do you quickly. guys feel like that that uh drones. that that serum he took lasted like very very like five minutes screen time well he said he took too much at once so True. it wore off quick hmm. i really enjoy his sprinting motion yeah. is it almost tom cruise like almost tom cruise like definitely how about the kid who would shock people he didn't do it until like the last second he would how about when he had his finger out? He's like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> I, uh, I like that they saved his power for last because people were laughing at him. Yeah. And, you know, then when he got like, serious. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're like, oh, this kid's People are like, oh, damn. Yeah. That's what they said. But, uh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's move into grades. Um, I, I would like to go second. So I don't care who goes first, one of you. Uh, Chris Hawk, you can go first. I'm, I'm, I'm going to introduce my similarity Rubicon again. <laughs> All right, Chris Hawk, take it away with the similarity right, so Rubicon. So what I, what I do is I still don't believe that the Chris Taku grade was an adequate grade because I am very supportive in how I grade my movies. I either love it or it's okay. I'm not a big fan of hating and because I'm not no hater. And the similarity Rubicon, what I do is I take three to four different movies and I compare it to the movie I just saw. Follow John? Got me? With I'm, me? I'm waiting he, to he experience it. To like it. three other movies. Three All right, movies. well, let's hear it. So I feel like in, in the terms of violence to this movie, Kill Bill is the closest movie I picked to be a part of the Logan movie. If, if you want a movie that's similar to the contextual and gratuitous violence that is Logan, Kill Bill is the bread and butter. All right? Now, in terms of... The redemption story of Logan. I picked two movies, and these two movies are some of my favorite movies that I've seen. It's uh, Road to Perdition and Leon the Professional, in which you have main characters that are both shady. They don't have very good morals sometimes. They and do, are accompanied by children. They are accompanied by tra- children. I did, I did not know that until I... Thank you, Mario. But they are also accompanied by children, and their relationship with the children is actually very important to the movie. Then that's why I picked those two, because it kind of fits in the theme with Logan finally learning to... I mean, his last line that Logan says is, uh, I finally know what it feels like. And to me, I, I took that as not only that that's what death feels like, but that's also what learning to be loved and loved feels like. And I picked Road to Perdition and Leon the Professional as two movies of the redemption style and the relationship between the older figure and a younger protege and then for my last movie logan is better than every single x-men movie ever made boom that's all i gotta say that's it can i ask how we're supposed to interpret that like how do you get a grade out of that (laughs) there's no grade if what I'm saying All is... All right, moving on. Mario, what, what you got? <laughs> what, what you got? I was going to go second. I lied. I, I really like this movie. I, I agree with Chris Hawk. I think it's the best X-Men uh, I, I adaptation. Would would we call it a superhero movie? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I, okay. I, I think this is the best comic book movie to date, in my opinion. But... Better than Spider-Man 2? Um, I think it's better than what Marvel has put out. Honest, honestly, I think it's Marvel. It's better than what Marvel's put out because we're talking about Marvel put this out. Well, they helped. Uh, with, they associated with it, but I'm talking about like Marvel Studios. In my opinion, I would give uh, Logan though final grade uh, eight point seven out of ten. Eight point seven, not the seven five. Yeah, that's rough. Wait, eight point seven? That's it? That's rough. You didn't give him a okay. Eight point eight. Boom. That's 8. it. Eight point eight out of ten. Eight point eight five. Eight point eight. That's it. Eight point eight. Two. Wait, that's it? That's it? All right. I'll uh, I'll I'll concur that it's the best uh, X Men movie, comic book wise. It's hard. Cause I took I took my thing back on best comic book movie. Yeah, that, oh, that's... I meant I meant better than Marvel, better than Marvel Studios. Uh, comic well, book movie. I think it's just hard to say that because it doesn't feel like a comic book movie at times, and I think people would judge them separately. I think this almost falls into a, a realism category. Yeah, but I mean, it, it follows it follows this. Oh yeah, it does. The but... comic books. Of what happened with Logan. I'll Man be honest. And, and it feels like DC should have made this movie, like the way it's toned. Yeah. We're talking about Scott Snyder was all over it. <laughs> S- Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder? Same thing. Scott Snyder? Who's, who's Scott Snyder? His brother. His twin brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> the guy that really makes the movies. That's why really, they're bad. He only has, he has a mustache. And he, his arms, his leg. he does legs. He doesn't do arms. <laughs> it, it felt like that the DC t- tone they wanted to do, mm-hmm. done right. And yeah. I, I really like that. 
I uh, I guess I'll give it the highest grade since Chris Hawk didn't give it a grade. And We're talking I about that. I gave it a uh, 9.25. <laughs> okay. 9.25. Why the fraction? Why don't you just do 9.3? Because I believe in 0.5s. What about 9.5? 9.255. There's an extra 0.005. So my similarity Rubicon is a grade in itself. That's the grade. I think uh, anybody who makes it this far in the podcast would disagree. <laughs> I think that there needs to be at I least think... someone that has a different rating. Do you... So that way... John, do you agree that he should keep the Chris Taku but combine it with the similarity Rubicon? Uh, no, I think the similarity Rubicon is unique <laughs> and should be kept. We're supposed to... We're supposed to change the name of the Civilian Rubicon every time. It was called the Captain Reflex, right? I just, that, that was my grading right there, the Captain Reflex. <laughs> so, uh, aside from that, just one quick question, then we have weekly recommendations. Should they reboot X-Men or just recast Wolverine? Reboot. It's hard or decision. should they not do anything with a Wolverine and keep going the way they are? They should stop what they're doing and wait like 10, 15 years and then reboot X-Men. That's not an option. We know that. <laughs> that is that should be an option. Honest is, to God, I think they should take a break from X Men, <laughs> all X Men, and then reboot the whole cast because I think if it was Marvel, they could. Okay, well, Marvel wouldn't take a break. Marvel would just take it back right away and just automatically reboot it. Well, I don't want that. I want them to take a break from it. So you can have time to settle with what has happened. Because if you do it right away, you're just automatically erasing what has happened with the whole franchise. I want them to pause it. I want them to uh, wait a while, and then I want maybe either then they can sell it to Marvel after a while, or maybe give the mar- rights back to Marvel. Or mar- I wish Marvel would wait. If they would get the rights back, I wish they would wait. But if they do get the rights back, they're not going to wait. And Fox is not going to give the rights back to Marvel. I, th- honestly, this, it, needs to be, it needs to be settled down. It needs to be gone for a while and then rebooted. But I personally think it should be rebooted because... Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman were basically the, the two guys that carried the franchise with um, Ian McKellen. And they and pre- Toad. And, What's his name? Uh, par- uh, par- Ron, Ray, Ray Parks. Ray Parks. Ray Parks. He Parks, carried yeah. the movie, too. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think they are the three that carried the franchise from the, from the get-go. Um, it, and if this is truly their last time as these characters... I think because the franchise is always based around those two characters, like those two characters, really. It's, Absolutely. Um, I think they should just end it for like 15, 20 years and then just come back to it. Now, what do you think? I uh, reboot it, not come back to it, but come back to it as a reboot. I, I agree with that, except that that's not going to happen. Mm-mm. So I think they should focus elsewhere mm-hmm. with their side stories that don't involve the main X-Men. Yeah. I think that's a good side project to keep mm-hmm. them from doing that. I think they should focus on those solely and stop making X-Men movies like related to the main X-Men. Yeah. So like X-Factor and New, New Mutants. New Mutants, X-Factor. X-Force. Yeah, X-Force, everything X-Force. with like, you know, all that stuff that don't involve the core mutants so we don't have to get into that and particularly recast everyone. I personally think we are never going to get like an OG 1990s X-Men cast. We're never going to have a Cyclops-led original Beast, Angel, Jean Grey, Cyclops, Wolverine. We're never going to have that, ever. And that kind of makes me sad. But at this, I, Wolverine is easily in my top five of favorite X-Men characters. But to the point where I don't, ha- I don't like how much time he got in the X-Men movies. Because Cyclops is my favorite X-Men. Yeah, X- he, Cyclops is the leader. Cyclops is the leader. Wolverine is my favorite. Wolverine's like the, the wild muscle. card. Yeah, he's the he's muscles. A, he's wild the wild card. card. There's a reason why he's not in the Avengers a lot because he kills people. He just kills them, kills them all. He don't care. He don't care. Well, the Avengers shouldn't care either. All right, they don't. Need, they don't. <laughs> they don't need to rescue people. Sometimes you gotta kill people. <laughs> now, what if Marvel did? They went rated R with their movies. They will never go unlimited rated R. creativity. They never. It's will. not gonna happen. Never. Will. I know, but they don't need. Don't you? It. Don't you to. think it doesn't fit the template? For the characters they have right now, <laughs> rated, te- rated R. Strange. Rated R doesn't fit them. I know. I'm just saying. They can't cut and paste the plot into the new template slideshow and just put out movies, okay? But uh, do you guys have any actors that you have in mind for a rebooted uh, Wolverine? No. No? No? I, I still Tom have Hardy. one. Tom, no. No, no. He's too tall. He's not. He's too tall. He's not too tall. Yeah, he's. I'm, I'm thinking a little bit shorter than that. 
I still think Taron Egerton would be the best choice. I don't know if you guys have seen him when he he did like a who Taron. Uh, he was in um the guy from Warrior. Was the guy in Kingsman? Yeah, the Kingsman. He's the guy in the Kingsman. The, he, the kid. The oh, kid. from uh the one that he's in the movie with him in the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle. He's yeah, the yeah. Okay. He he actually did like a Instagram where he was kind of scruffy. Yeah. And he was just shirtless. And he was doing the Wolverine pose. Why were you looking at that? Because he was shirtless. Okay. And he was doing the Wolverine pose. Clearly. <laughs> and he was doing the Wolverine pose. And I was like, I want this guy to be my Wolverine. I think because I still think a short Wolverine is what this world needs. All right. So uh, to recap, uh, I give it a 9.25. Mario is somewhere. 5.5. 9.25. Yeah, 2255. 8.8. 8.7 to 8.8 in there. <laughs> Which some would argue is eight point seven five, but <laughs> and Chris Hawk's similarity Rubicon, I um where it is Kill Bill for the violence, <laughs> Road to Perdition, and Leon the Professional for the re- redemption story, and the children, and the, the, children. Chil- and the children, and the children, and uh, I the forget the, I forget the and last I said one. oh it's better terms, than all the X Men movies the, and rating above rating it to uh, the other X-Men movies, it is the best. It is the stand. It is now the gold standard. Interpret that as you will. As you will, guys. Uh, I honestly so, think it's the standard right now. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's going to be the standard. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to hold a lot of movies to this, honestly, just like we did to Dark Knight. Like I think this is that same thing, in my opinion. I might agree with that. I have to think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll sleep on it. I gotta uh, sleep on it. You guys have any uh, weekly recommendations? Uh, my weekly recommend is go buy the dang Switch, okay? I, I, I love this freaking thing. Mm. Capitalism at its finest. Go buy it. That's uh, brought to you by a 60-year-old man who just bought a Switch. <laughs> Chris Hawk, They're, they're going to believe that I'm 60. Hacksaw Ridge. I just saw Hacksaw Ridge last night. It's, uh, it takes a while to get used to the accents of many of the main characters because they're from mountainous... Lynchburg, Virginia, and they sound very proper. And it takes a while to get used to Andrew, Gar- Andrew Garfield's uh, accent, but I think this I movie. I ain't gonna pick up a gun. I ain't gonna pick up a gun. It's against my religion. But uh, this is a great story based on a true story of uh, the man that lifted like 75 guys down from a uh, ridge uh, as, as a combat medic without a weapon. And if you like old war movies about World War II, I think it's good. It's a little wonky CGI, but I think it's a it's a solid story. Good acting. My uh, weekly recommendation is if you like Logan, you should play The Last of Us because you get the same feel, and it's a video game. It's fun. And Professor X is in it, and he cusses a lot. I, he could be. You you have to play to find out. There was one thing I wanted to add. Yeah. X twenty four. Is he Berserker Wolverine? Because sure. there's two different Wolverines. I think so. Because he was he sounded feral. Berserker claw. <laughs> Berserker barrage. All right, Chris Hawk, uh, do the trademark send-off, if you would. So, uh, at Cinema 7, we want to thank you always for watching with us. We want to thank you for listening with us. And we want to thank you for exploring with us. There's a man going around taking names. And he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down. comes around the hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers One hundred million angels singing Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum Voices calling, voices crying We are Cinema 7. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook at Cinema 7. That is Cinema and then the number 7 E-V-E-N. 
just the same name as the podcast. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it is Cinema7 underscore podcast. That is Cinema, just the number seven, underscore, and then podcast. If you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can do so at the website, which is, which is Cinema7podcast.com. That is Cinema, just the number seven, the word podcast.com. And on the podcast episodes page, uh, there would be a link to drop down, and you can subscribe to our newsletter there. Or you can check our social media pages, and you can um, click on the link there, and uh, we'll have a link posted after we post this episode to subscribe to the newsletter. But if you do follow us on any of the social medias, and you are a regular who does listen to Cinema 7, we are very appreciative of you, and we are very thankful of your support. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Whoever is righteous, let him be righteous still. Whoever is filthy, let him be filthy still. Listen to the words long written down. When the man comes around. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers.